we're recording. All right. It has been a minute. Uh, welcome back to the Pumpkin Seeds podcast. Uh, we got a lot of things to talk about because, like I said, it's been a hot minute since I've been on here. Um, you guys can't see it or the podcast people can't, but I am recording this for YouTube at the same time. Uh, I haven't really figured out how I'm going to do that. Pretty sure the sound's going to be different, but we'll figure it out when we get there. All right, so I thought I'd do a little bit of a uh, update for you guys on how my prep's going because we haven't really talked much about that. And like I said, I do kind of want to bring this podcast a little bit back around to the fitness side of things. So what I'm thinking is, is this will be a hopefully a quick episode. I'll just update you guys on my prep, let you know what my plans are for um, this season compared to last season, what I'm expecting my body's going to look like, feel like, what I'm hoping for, uh, and kind of the things my coach and I are doing right now versus plans for in the future. And I'll try to do prep updates maybe once every couple weeks, uh, just quick little ones to keep you guys in the loop. And then... Uh, I do have more guests planned to come on here. I just, if I'm honest, everybody, I got sick and I was really sick for a couple of weeks and I just put everything on hold. So I'm back, had to push a couple of my guests back a couple of weeks, but that's okay. So we are going to have more people up on here. It won't just be me talking to myself, but for today I needed to just hit the ground running. So we're just going to do a quick little prep update. So for those that don't know, um, I live in Canada, so I compete in the CPA, which is the Canadian Physique Alliance. Um, and I compete currently in bikini. Uh, if you don't follow the sport, this entire episode is going to be very confusing, but I will do my best to explain things to you. So in bodybuilding, uh, the female or the women's categories are categorized under, I believe, four names, four categories, four or five. There is, uh, I'll list them from biggest to smallest. So there's women's bodybuilding, there's physique, there's figure, there's fitness, there's wellness, and there's bikini. Oh my God, there's six. Uh, fitness is a tough one because those those girls can look anything from uh, between figure and physique. They get pretty jacked, uh, but fitness has to do with a whole routine, okay? So we aren't gonna talk much about fitness because I don't know a lot about it other than they have to do like basically a gymnastics routine, which is nuts. Um, if you're a fitness competitor, you're a fucking machine and I salute you. Um, I compete in bikini. So bikini is the smallest one. Now, was this my first choice? No, because anyone who knows me knows that I like to train. Um, and I am not one to not train certain muscles or to not train a certain way in order to avoid looking heavy or bulky or thick or dense or whatever. I just train the way I like to train, which is as heavy as I can with good form. And I do a lot of volume uh, as a female and as someone with a training age of like, 37,000 years old, um, I can handle a lot of volume. I can go for a long time. And that's how I like to do things. Um, so I got into bikini because it was the only category that I could do. I didn't have enough muscle when I first started in 2014 uh, to do any other category. If you ask me now, looking back, I don't think I had enough muscle to even do bikini. But you got to start somewhere. Um, bikini is a frustrating category because as much as it pains me to say it out loud, bikini is not necessarily about the muscle, which is too bad. Um, now, I'm speaking purely amateur level. 
at the O, like the Olympia, and at like a, a pro level, bikini competitors are fucking deezed. And that's always been the look that I wanted to go for. And if you don't speak bro speak, then you don't know what I just said. They're very muscular. These ladies are super fit. They got great muscle bellies all over. And I, that's what I aspire to look like. But at the amateur level, bikini is very much all about the glutes and all about genetics. Uh, the judges aren't really looking for muscles in your arms or your upper body. And they don't even really want super muscular blocky abs. They mostly just want you to be lean. So if you're really lean with like above average glutes and you have a pretty face, you can do really well in bikini. Um, figure is a little bit more about the lats. They want that Dorito shape with a small tapered waist. They still give a shit about your glutes and you got to have nice legs. Obviously, anyone who competes or who has an idea about, you know, the way, making your body look a certain way. Big shoulders, big legs make for a tiny looking waist. And that's the X frame that the judges are looking for in basically every category. They still want the X frame in bikini, but at a lesser extent, like maybe a little bit of shoulder cap to make your waist look smaller. But all in all in bikini, it's just all about having really tight, lean abs and nice glutes. Uh, and then there's figure, which I just went over. Dorito, they care about, they want those lats. They want that really nice x-frame like really nice x-frame and then physique is the same thing big x-frame but just more muscle everywhere this is going to be completely politically incorrect and i don't mean to offend anyone who competes i respect every single category and if i could i would be in physique but i always think of physique as like as muscular as you can get without pushing your genetic ceiling past the point where you look like uh like if you're a physique competitor and you say you're natural i will believe you 50 50 like if you say you do drugs you don't like i'm like okay yeah if she says she doesn't do drugs then i believe her if you're a woman's bodybuilder and you say you don't do drugs you're lying so that's kind of how i look at it is physique women are super muscular but it's a it's it's a level of muscle that I could believe is natural for some competitors, depending on what they look like. Women's bodybuilding is so big that there's just no way that it's natural. Um, that's just kind of how I separate the two in my mind. But women's physique, they are still huge. They're still super jacked. Um, and I think they're absolutely fucking gorgeous. I mean, I think every woman in the sport is gorgeous. Uh, I just, I love it. I love the look. I love the muscle. I love the, I just, I love it all. I'm, I, oh yes. Hell yes, fangirling. Um, but that's how I kind of separate them in my mind. So if you're thinking about it, if you're listening, bikini, just think genetics and ass. <laughs> Figure, think X-frame, more so about the lats. Physique, think X-frame, but they want muscle bellies everywhere. They want to find quads, hamstrings, glutes, delts, arms, triceps, abs, everything. They want it all defined. Bodybuilding, just think same thing as physique, but bigger. And then fitness is like somewhere in between physique and figure, and they're just fucking crazy athletic freaks. Um, so that's how you can separate them. And they, again, this is at the amateur level. Pro level is a whole other world that I don't know that well yet because obviously I'm not a pro yet. So I'll leave it at there for that. Um, so what I want to talk about is I originally got into bikini because I was small. 
I'd only been working out for about two years. I had zero muscle mass on my body. Did I know that at the time? No. Um, and it was the only category that I could compete in. So I stayed there. Now, if anyone knows me in real life, then you already know this. But if you don't, I'll just tell you. Instagram can make people look a lot bigger than they actually are. I am 5'2". Sometimes not even 5'2". Depends on the day, how I'm feeling, where my hair's at. Um, and the last time I was on stage, I weighed 107 pounds, give or take. Um, so I'm not very big. So even at my heaviest, which this past off season, I hit 150. First time in my whole freaking life. I was a fluffy queen, but we fucking did it. Um, I'm still, I still wear a size small in everything. I'm just not, just not a large human. And as much as that pains me, because if I close my eyes in my brain, I'm like a 314 pound mass monster. But in real life, it doesn't matter how fluffy I get, I'm still small. So I say this to kind of give you a visual. I'm not very big, but I train very hard. Uh, and everyone says that, but I, um, I got into working out with bodybuilding first, but then I took a hiatus from bodybuilding for a couple of years and I did weightlifting and I did powerlifting and I did CrossFit. Um, and basically what that meant was, is for four years, I didn't do very much volume. All I did was lift heavy. Now I don't have crazy impressive numbers, but I got accustomed to not being afraid to push weight. And when you're not afraid to push weight and then you add back in high reps, which is another version of volume, uh, you get a really awesome, dense, grainy look to your muscle. Um, and you hear lots of guys talk about this stuff. Uh, I don't hear a lot of girls talk about it. I'm not saying I'm the first one. but So if it sounds weird to you that I'm talking about the graininess or density of my muscle, I'm sorry. I am a woman. But women still get grainy, dense muscles, just like dudes do, just on a much smaller scale. So all this to say is when I get super lean, I'm at this weird place where I'm like, I'm not big enough to be any other category in terms of like size or width because I'm pretty compact. But I have too much dense muscle when I'm lean to do well in bikini. And um, my last show, a couple judges said that I could, you know, uh, I like my, I could lose a little bit in my quads and I could, you know, lose a little bit in my upper body. Um, and my glutes just had to come up cause like, oh my God, it's for a world obsessed with the ass. It's really hard to fucking grow it. Let me tell you. Um, but I refuse to like listen to any of that. So what I'm trying to say is I'm at this weird place in between categories where I'm not really sure where I fit in but I'm not willing to change the way that I train to fit in. So I'm not going to stop training as hard and as heavy as I do in order to look more like a bikini girl. Um, I'm not willing to skip out on certain muscles. Uh, I like training every muscle group. I like training it as just the way that it feels. Like I like training, which is why I got into the sport. So I'm not going to stop training the way that I like to train just to fit into a category, right? Which is kind of stupid because the whole point of the sport is to fit into a category, but I digress. You can see where I might be, you know, having a bit of an issue. So in 2020 was the first year or was it 2019? I forget. Um, the CPA int uh, introduced wellness and wellness is basically muscular bikini. That's basically what it is. 
I think the judges were recognizing that bikini was becoming a lot more mainstream and a lot more uh, like any girl who's got great genetics and uh, a nice face could do well in bikini. And I think a bunch of bikini competitors who were training for bikini, I think a bunch of us got fucking frustrated and they added a new category. So wellness is between bikini and figure. And it's basically, they still want you to be you know, cute and adorable and flirt with the judges and la-di-da-di-da. Um, and they still want a small waist, really tight features, super lean, but they are looking for bigger quads, still big ass. It's all about the ass, no matter what category you're in. Um, capped shoulders. And I'm seeing a lot of the pro cards being handed out in wellness. They're all pretty muscular and dense everywhere. Um, so that's kind of been like, a little bit of a shining beacon for me and my coach uh, because it's an opportunity for me to keep growing but still fit in a category because and like some people will disagree with me because um, lots of people compete in figure that if you ask me personally shouldn't be in figure um, I just think there's a certain look to figure you have to have a wide enough x frame to, to be in figure to make it make sense for the suit for the poses everything um, and a lot of people have been treating figure like once you're too muscular for bikini, you go to figure. And I don't think that's right. And again, it's just my amateur opinion. So wellness is a cool opportunity because it means I can continue to grow muscle and try to actually build bigger muscles, better muscles, fuller, thicker, denser muscles, and, and maybe be working towards something in a category. Because if you ask me right now, I think I'm too muscular for bikini, but I'm not muscular enough for wellness. Again, at an amateur level. So this year, my coach and I are going to do both. I'm going to do bikini and I'm going to do wellness. I've only done bikini up till this year. Um, and I always place third. It just seems to be my fucking number. Third. <laughs> and so... I'm excited to hop in a different category just to see where my placing is because, you know, if I place lower, then I know I'm supposed to be in bikini, but maybe I place higher in wellness and then that kind of gives me an idea of where I'm supposed to be. Um, so it's been almost two years. Oh, no, it has been two years. Oh, God. It's been two years since I was on stage last. I was supposed to be doing a show last year, but COVID came and ruined everyone's plans. So that went out the wayside. Um so finally prepping, doing shows this year, and I say shows plural because I want to do more than one this year. I've never done it. I've always wanted to. It's the last redemption I need for myself. And anyone who knows my um, my story or like what got me into fitness knows that the very first year I competed, I tried to do two shows and my eating disorder fucking took me out before I could get to the second show. So I've always wanted to do two shows back to back because that's the last it's the last notch in my belt that I got to earn uh, before I can say I'm completely fucking recovered from all that shit that I went through. Um, so I really want that to be this year because it was supposed to be a one year off season and it ended up being a two year. So I feel like I've earned this redemption. Um, so I've been in prep since what it's it's almost May, isn't it? Yeah. So I've been in prep since March. Uh, we start early. My coach and I like long, slow preps. Um, it basically just means instead of crash dieting for 12 weeks, my calories are changed so minusculely every week that by the time I get to five, six weeks out, 
I still don't even really feel like I'm on prep. Um, obviously, like your energy's lower and, you know, systems start to shut down. It's just the physiology of it all. But I don't ever feel like I'm deprived or starving or hungry because I've allowed my body to like adapt to the caloric changes so slowly over time. And I like it better that way. So uh, been in prep since March. We took a little bit of like a two week break. And by break, I mean, I just rested for two weeks um, because I was sick. So I didn't gym and my calories were, uh, they were maintenance. Like I just ate at maintenance and rested. Um, which honestly was kind of nice because when you do like a 26 week prep, uh, you can get to like 20 weeks and feel like you should be halfway done and you're not even close. So that was a nice little break. Uh, but we're back now and we're at 15 weeks out this weekend. Um, so the game plan, I won't say the exact shows I want to do because I don't want to jinx them just because of all the shows that have been canceled. So I'll just give you a time frame. So my first show is going to be the first weekend of August. August. I said that weird. Uh, and then the next show should be two weeks after that. And then the next show after that, if all goes well, should be a month later. Um, or like a month and two weeks. And I think that'll be all. I don't think I'm doing any more than that. But I'd like to do two to three shows this year. <clears throat> Just because I've been doing this damn thing for so long. And it's about time I just fucking went for it. Um, I'm ready to make a name for myself. A little late, but ne better late than never. Um, so that's the game plan. So trading right now is going awesome because I'm still eating like a regular human I mean my calories are low compared to like what some people would consider to be low but for me they're pretty average um so calories aren't even that low right now uh, my coach and I are doing uh, carb cycling my body fucking loves carb cycling that basically means I have high carbs on a couple days a week medium carb on a couple days a week low carb on a couple days a week and I just rotate through some people might find that confusing um I love it it kind of just allows me to never really feel like I'm deprived because I'll maybe be have two low carb days and then all of a sudden I have like a super high carb day and then I have medium carb days it's it's perfect I love it um I've been doing it since my first show no second show um and my body just really responds well so feeling good uh like I said end of this off season I hit 150 I won't lie to you that was not fun I did not enjoy that 150 it just got to the point where it was like I hadn't grown out of my clothes yet. So like there wasn't, there was no reason to go buy all new clothes, but all of my clothes didn't fit properly. So it's like this weird, uncomfortable stage. But uh, right now, last time I weighed myself, I hit 140. Now that was right after being sick for uh, just under two weeks. I have a suspicion that I'll be back up to like between 142 and 43 this week, but we'll see what happens tomorrow I weigh in. Um, but until then, I'm just going to go with 140. So we're at 140. Now, 140 is actually still heavy for me. The first time I hit 140 was at the beginning of this off-season. My last show, I off-seasoned up to 130 uh, and then cut down to 107. Show before that, off-seasoned up to 124, cut down to 100. So I gain weight every year, which is super fucking exciting because as much as bodybuilding for me is about, you know, getting super lean and like seeing all your muscles and your progress, it's really cool 
to look leaner and be heavier to me. And my last show was by far my best showing. I actually looked like I belonged there. Um, and I was one of seven. I would, my goal, I, I will not retire the sport until I am lean at like 120, 125. That'd be so cool to be fucking shredded at 120. I feel like that's maintainable. That's healthy. That would allow me to eat a decent amount of calories, all the things. So the fact that this has been my heaviest off season um, and then this past summer, I kind of just did a maintenance and I stayed around 130, 135. Now, if you saw me last summer, I was pretty lean. Like I wasn't shredded, but I was pretty beach lean. Like I had a couple chicken nugget abs up there and I was like, I was looking good in my, in my bikinis and I was like loving life. Um, and that was 130, 135. So I'm pretty fucking stoked to see what 120 looks like on me this year. I don't think I'll be on stage at 120. My estimate is going to be 112. I think I'm going to be 112 pounds on stage. Fucking little baby. But that's the name of the game. Um, so right now I'm at 140. Michelle just, that's my coach, sorry. that's My, my, my coach is Michelle Kennedy. Um, she has been my coach since I was 17 years old. Um, and I'm 25 this year. So it's been a minute. Uh, she's basically like my second mom and I'm excited for us this year. We're going to kill it. We're dream team. We're coming for you. But anyways, so Michelle only just put in, um, refeeds. Uh, we wanted me to get down to 140. Now we're putting in refeeds. Refeeds are basically just like, uh, I take two meals and on ideally it'll be a rest day before a heavy leg day. So it'll be Sunday night this weekend and I just get two untracked meals. I still have to eat uh, like what's on my meal plan. So steak, salmon, potatoes, veggies. Uh, It's got to be quote unquote clean, but it allows me to just kind of like not really stress too much. Like I just, it's just a meal where I don't have to pull my food scale out, which if if you're a competitor, you can understand how exciting that is. Um, So yeah, so I get to do that this weekend. That'll be my first one since I started in March um, and that'll be really nice. Uh, just to get to relax, not stress, and have a good meal with actually with my parents. I get to see my parents this weekend, which is super exciting. But anyways, I digress. So um, a lot of people, because we're very much living in a world of like not weighing yourself and not worrying about how much you weigh, blah, 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 um, which I am 1000% in support of as a coach also. Uh, I don't think it's necessary for my clients to weigh themselves, but in bodybuilding, um, my coach is online. She, excuse me. She doesn't get to see me. And body weight is just a really easy way to make sure that we're going in the right direction. We still do photos also. Um, and I don't have to weigh myself before I get on stage. So my weight doesn't matter in terms of the show, but it's just a really easy way to track progress. So when I talk about my prep, I talk a lot about body weight and I get really excited about certain numbers. And that's just because those are markers for me for progress. It doesn't mean that uh, losing weight is is a happy thing and gaining weight is a sad thing. I was just as stoked when I hit 145 as I will be to hit 125. Um, it's just they're milestones for me. Um, watching your, your body physically, like... Watching your body change right before your eyes is probably the coolest shit in the world. And by change, I don't mean like lose weight or gain weight. I mean like actually watching the frame of your body look different. 
Um, and I think that has to be my favorite part about the sport and like why I just can't seem to let it go because the way that my body looks, like just like if I was a silhouette, like if you were to draw a chalk outline of me on the ground, the way my body looks right now is nothing like the way it looked when I started. And when you're just beginning, it's so easy to like look at other people who look the way you want to look and low key not really believe you can do it. And I was one of those people. And it's just neat to look back, remember that feeling, and then be like, holy fuck. I'm doing the damn thing. I did it and I'm still doing it. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of, that's what this show for me is really like why I'm so excited for this year. Last year, or sorry, two years ago, my last show was the first time I ever felt like I actually belonged on stage. The shows leading up to it were necessary, but I was just too small. I didn't have enough muscle. My calories had to be way too low in order to get to the level of body fat that you need to be at to be on stage. And it just, it, it wasn't, it wasn't sustainable. It wasn't healthy, but every year since then, it gets a little bit more sustainable and I'm, I'm healthier. And that's why it's so important to me to share with you guys the process of all this, because in this world of, you know, body acceptance and love and fucking leaving the scale behind and just buying bigger pants and I love all that stuff and if you're not an athlete competing in a physique sport fuck yeah like just love the skin you're in because honestly like it's just not worth it otherwise but as a competitor who is trying to eventually make a name for myself and maybe even make a living off of my body, like my physique, to look a certain way for a sport, it's an extreme sport. This is not a standard. It's not a beauty standard. But on Instagram, a lot of people like to take this body and they like to market it as a beauty standard. And I want to be a competitor that's honest about the athleticism behind it all and the point behind it all. And I want to I want to reassure my followers and the people that keep uh, keep tabs on me and the people in my life especially my family members that you can do this sport in a healthy sustainable way. It just takes time. Your first couple shows you're going to be underweight and you're going to be starving and you're going to be hungry and your body's going to stop the ability to grow hair and you're going to lose your period and you're not going to grow nails anymore and and things are going to shut down because your body is always going to try to survive no matter how low your calories are. And that's why things stop, right? So that happens. It's science. But the more you do it, the more muscle you build, the more calories you can diet on. And then those things start to not become a factor. That's how these pros can do this for a living and do five, six shows back to back. But you have to build the foundation. And I'm still in the midst of building my foundation. And I think it's cool to share that with people who don't compete or who maybe are just starting or have always wanted to because it's kind of like drawing the curtains back and just like letting everyone see what's going on behind the circus. It takes lots of time. And if you just started following me this year, you don't have any idea what it took to get here, right? And as a new person to the sport, that can be very discouraging because you can look at yourself in the mirror and let's say you're six weeks out and I'm 15 and you're like, 
well, I don't look like that yet. Like, how is she 15 weeks out, but she looks better than me? It's just muscle. It's just physique changes that have taken, like, years. Like, I'm not very old. I'm only 24. But I got my first coach when I was just turning 17. I stepped on the bodybuilding stage before I could drive. Like, I've been doing this a while. It takes time. And I still look like a tiny dancer. So, like, what does that tell you about fucking accidentally looking too bulky and all that shit? We won't get into that. But it takes a long time. And I think the journey is the fun part. Like, the stage is just another day on prep. My boyfriend said that the other day. And I thought that was the most fucking iconic thing he's ever said. It's so true. Bodybuilding is about the process. It's not really about the stage. It's about the lifestyle you live leading up to it and after. I haven't been on a stage in two years, but I only eat what my coach tells me to eat. (laughs) And I train every single day like I'm supposed to. Because if you're a real athlete, it's every day. It's not just for a couple weeks, right? So that's my prep update for you guys. Weighing at 140. Super fucking excited. Uh, I'm going to keep you updated on it, how it goes. Uh, Oh, a few like tiddly bits before I log off here. Um, my suit sponsor has changed. Anyone who uh, was with me last year, um, I was working with Crystal Creations, no longer working with her anymore. Um, and so it'll actually be KH Customs that's making my suit for me this year. I'm very excited. I'm paying for the suit. She does not sponsor me. Not yet anyways. You know, your girl's going to try. Um, but I'm already excited. She's been so wonderful, so sweet. And uh, the minute that suit gets in this um gets in I will fucking throw that thing on for you and and show it off I'm very excited um so yeah working with cage customs for my suit um and as of a couple weeks ago I'm finally working with limitless pharma that's gonna I don't know if it will there we go um I've been using limitless whey isolate um exclusively since my prep um, in 2019 probably closer to 2018 um it's the best tasting protein powder out there and I'm very excited to be working with them. So you guys are going to probably going to hear more about them um, very shortly. Uh, I've used their BCAAs and their pre-workout a few times. I'll be transparent, not as religiously as I would use their way. So I'll have to get more of those things and, and start using them a little bit more just to see, you know, what it is that I'm representing. Um, but so those are a couple updates for me. Uh, so expect to hear more about, you know, baking with with whey protein powder because that seems to be my jam Uh, i'm going to keep you updated on my suit and any try-ons that i do and colors and all those things and uh yeah thanks so much for listening guys thanks for being patient with me i'm a fucking hot mess express and anyone who's still out there is a real one uh stick around for the next episode this was the pumpkin seeds podcast i am your host shana davy lane blanford i love you guys all to pieces catch you in the next one